This is the Good Morning Hamilton podcast on 900 CHML. We're hearing that nearly seven months after the start of the war in Ukraine, Ukrainian forces have made some major gains against the Russian military. Is this a turning point in the war? How is Russia going to respond? Here to help us out answer these questions is Elliot Tepper, Professor Emeritus of Political Science and a Distinguished Senior Fellow at the Norman Patterson School of International Affairs at Carleton University. Professor Tepper, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Good morning, Rick. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says his forces have retaken control of 6,000 square kilometers from the Russians this month alone in the east and the south of Ukraine. How significant is this latest development? Undoubtedly, this is very significant indeed. Uh, If you step back a bit and say, okay, what are the Russians doing? They initially, they want to eliminate Ukraine as as a state. Uh, we know that, and their plan A was to do so in a blitz, as we know. They were going to take uh, Kiev, they were going to take the capital, and they were going to probably kill all the leaders, put in their own puppet regime, and say that there is no more Ukraine. It's been joined um, by by popular vote of, of a sham uh, referendum back to Mother Russia. That didn't work, as we all know. So then they went to plan B, and that's where what we're seeing in front of you takes on some extra meaning. Plan B was to complete their taking over of the Donbass. They'd already, in 2014, seized Crimea, as we know, but also major portions of uh, the industrial and mineral heartland and some of the agricultural heartland of Ukraine. And they were going to expand to the entire administrative unit, the entire oblast of uh, the two parts of of the Donbass, what we're seeing now is that plan is also going seriously awry. Not only are we seeing significant advances, a breakthrough of the um, front lines, in fact, the second lines as well, of the Russian troops, and Ukraine is really pushing forward and has captured far more, as you were opening up, far more land than the Russians have gotten in the last six months. But they are also preventing that goal of consummating completely taking over the donbass by russia russia has admitted to losing key cities in the northeastern kharkiv region is is this a potential breakthrough or turning point in the war is this just possibly the russian forces thinning out in these areas well clearly it's a breakthrough we don't know uh, if it's going to be an inflection point that really changes the entire war because we're still, you know, in a wartime situation on the ground, battlefields, battlefield front lines come and go. But another thing to take note of is that uh, <laughs> the Ukrainian uh, government for a long time has been saying, we are going to go on a counteroffensive. It's going to be in the south. It's going to be around Kherson. And so, therefore, Russia put 10,000s of its troops down in that area, thinning out their support around Kharkiv where they did not expect an attack, and there was an attack successfully breaking through, and that's continuing right up to the Russian border. But in addition to that, there's now fighting in the south indeed, in key areas around Kherson, uh, so that the Russian uh, military forces are now being whipsied. Do they go north? Do they go south? And apparently Russia is having, Rick, enormous trouble replacing their troops. They are basically running out of volunteers who say, no, we're not going. And a lot of the units that they had apparently around uh, Kharkiv were only partially staffed and they were staffed by volunteers. There were a lot of 
um, soldiers who just weren't willing to stand up to an onslaught, a carefully prepared armored onslaught by the Ukrainian forces. We're talking about the latest developments in the war in Ukraine with Elliot Tepper, Professor Emeritus, Political Science, and a distinguished senior fellow in the Norman Patterson School of International Affairs at Carleton University. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. I've read that Ukraine has captured so many Russian POWs that they're running out of room, which, if true, is just absolutely incredible. The question, though, is how is Russian President Vladimir Putin going to respond to these latest incursions and, and gains by Ukraine? We know one way he's already responded, and it's likely to accelerate uh, more broadly. He's immediately responded by doing something that's contravention to the laws of war. He's been attacking civilian, non-military targets, um, particularly in this broader area, taking out all of the electrical supply uh, capacity, plunging the area into darkness. And we know that and not only can he do this now, but he can also carry this on into the winter toward Europe in order to divide Europe, to stop the unified Europe, which he created by his invasion, much to his shock. Uh, Europe, the EU pulled together, Europe pulled together, NATO pulled together. But by turning off the energy supplies, going into Europe at the same time now is damaging all of the infrastructure it can reach, and it's got a lot of missiles to continue that. One of the ways he is responding is to basically turn out the lights, turn off the heat in much of the region around where the fighting is occurring. It is uh, remarkable to see how over the last seven months this war has gone back and forth and uh, we can't uh, wait for it all to end and people to go back to their quote-unquote normal lives, but uh, I fear we're far away from that. Uh, Professor Tepper, really appreciate your time today. Looking forward to the next time we get to chat. Looking forward to that also, Rick. Wonderful chat with Elliot Tepper, Professor Emeritus of Political Science and a distinguished senior fellow at the Norman Patterson School of International Affairs and Carleton University. And that last point that we were talking about, the energy installations, those energy-related facilities that the Russian forces are allegedly going after, that is going to be a, a huge issue come not only the fall months, but in particular the winter months, because Ukraine has a much, much uh, similar climate than we do. Lots of snow. Uh, extreme cold could have, um, uh, you know, those those deep freezes, those polar vortexes, you name it. Imagine being in a war zone without, you know, the necessities that you usually enjoy, you know, having bombs and missiles firing all around and not having heat and hydro, a warm place to stay uh, this winter is going to be uh, crucial in the war in Ukraine. Thanks for listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday mornings from 530 to 9 on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.